Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, 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 hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Yeah, welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, you can hear me this week from 4pm on Drive. Today, I'm alongside another Andy Townsend. Now, we begin today's podcast with yesterday's breakfast show and Gabby Bonhoeffer defending former Villa boss Stephen Gerrard for taking a managerial job in the ever-growing Saudi Pro League. Gabby says any criticism of the movie is unfair and even had time to have a dig at Moni Moni Simon Jordan. Well done. If he's not working, why not? You know, we got sacked by Aston Villa in October. He's been offered this um, job in Saudi Arabia. Why not? I, I don't blame him. I would do exactly the same. And, you know, you see a lot of people hammering him. I think Simon Jordan was hammering him. Like, Simon would swim to Saudi Arabia if he could get um, double the money and work out there. So I think if it suits Stephen Gerrard, who are we to um, judge him? And how long will he be there for? He might go for a year. He might be back in two years, then go and get a championship job, more experience, do a better job in the championship, and then his end goal might be Liverpool job or England, whatever it is. But if he does leave Saudi Arabia, he's still got a lot of work to do to get the big jobs in the Premier League. Congratulations for taking over at Al Etifak. Great move for a great manager. I've been a real spokesperson for the Saudi League, and I think it's time you repaid me. <laughs> I'm two years younger than Cristiano Ronaldo. I can punch harder than Ricky Hatton, and will only cost half of Ruben <laughs> Nevers. Even as one of your coaches, imagine me, oh, my experience yes. in the game, helping Absolutely. out your players Aston with their speed, with their, with their movement and, yes. and shooting, you know? I look forward Same. to seeing what you offer, Stevie. Come on, you El Etifak. <laughs> And here is Moni Moni Simon Jordan's take on Gerard's move to the Middle East. Get your thesauruses out. I can understand a manager like Benitez going to China with a body of work that stands the test of time. And then if he decides to come back, there's still maybe currency and juice around him. Yeah, right? yeah. When you've got a guy that's gone up to Scotland, yes, he got Rangers out of the mire of complete the, of the abyss with Celtic over a 10-year period, right? And there's a lot of credit to that. 
but it wasn't a barnstorming, you know, rambunctious assault upon the Scottish League. He won something that he was brought in to do after three years. He comes into Villa and he made a horlicks of Villa. There's no two ways about it. He did, because the new guy that comes in takes what's there, re-sophisticates it and turns it into a formidable outfit. Everything that Gerard couldn't do. So he goes now to Saudi with with a football project in mind. Football is the gatekeeper to the financial return. Stephen Gerrard would not go to Saudi Arabia if the salary of the Saudi Arabian opportunity wasn't significant. So it's not a football decision, it's a financial decision with football attached to it. And if anybody genuinely believes that you're going to be taken back into English football two years after the event with a significant consideration of how wonderfully you've done in Saudi Arabia, they're away with themselves. I have no issue with people going somewhere for money. Um, but let's not call this a football move right now. Let's call this a financial move, which he's fully entitled to do. Um, of course, they're going to trade. We all know that to build the profile and prestige and the, the lure of something, you need to really focus on making it stand out. And you've got a legacy football player in Stephen Gerrard. Not a legacy manager. You've got a legacy football player. And so Gerrard goes over to Saudi and does what I had hoped he wouldn't do, and I think uh, myself and Danny Murphy discussed it last week, which was make a non-football decision. Even more Breakfast Show shenanigans now as Natalie and Gabby were joined by Kasabian, Serge, Pizzier, 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 Serge. The rock star, of course, a huge Leicester City fan, joined the show to give his thoughts on the new Foxy's boss, Enzo Maresca, and his hopes for the season as they looked about straight back from relegation. The championship is serious. It's so hard and it's going to be, you know, a battle to get out of it. I'm glad they've gone for someone. They're not not the obvious names because the obvious names scare you a little bit because you know the football is going to be what it is. But, you know, it'd be interesting to see playing, you know, it, you know, in the pet way or whatever, inspired by that, how that, that's, that, that translates to the championship. But I'd much rather see us play like that and, and give that a go. In the end, you know, it was said that we sort of... We sleepwalked our way into it. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know what? Like, I've been thinking about it. We've got an, an Italian back in charge. And you know what happened the last time that, you know, <laughs> we had an Italian in charge? I think we've been really, I think Connor Cody's a great signing. Yes. I think Harry Winks, potentially, he could be an absolute baller. And, it, you know, Madders was always going to go. I can imagine him sitting there next to Jack Grealish and Jack showing him, like, Champions League medals yeah, and, that, of and trophies. And he's going... I've got Rotherham next year. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to stay. <laughs> now, former England opening batsman Sir Geoffrey Boycott used his national newspaper column to demand a public apology from the Australian team in the wake, of course, of the controversial Johnny Bairstow stumping on day five of the second Ashes test at Lords. He joined White and Jordan to reiterate his claim. It takes... A brave man, a courageous man, to put his hand up and say, hey, we made a mistake in the heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment, remember, it's passions in the middle of a game. That's why MCC members and the crowd were all upset. It's passion, it's emotion. And we made a mistake, I'm sorry. It won't happen again, we apologise. Just move on, shake hands, move on. People respect somebody who makes a mistake, because we all do, we're all human, who makes a mistake in any walk of life, then put your hand up and say, Gentlemen, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. 
and don't do it again because that would be stupid. But some people think it's a sign of weakness to admit a mistake. I don't think so. I think it's a sign of strength. After what happened in Cape Town with sandpaper on the ball, which was pure cheating by the Australians, you would think that in the years to come, they have a little bit to make up to get back people's goodwill because that wasn't gamesmanship, that was pure cheating. When you're competing and passions are high, you do things instinctively. So Kerry did nothing wrong in throwing the stumps out, nothing at all. It's just instinctive, you're trying to get a wicket. Johnny Bairstow was dozy, daft as a brush, walking down the pitch. I mean, when you're there, you wait for the umpire to set over. Over at the bowler's end, it's up to the umpire when the six balls have been bowled, says over, that means dead ball, you can't get out, you can wander, do what you want. Johnny just wandered off thinking, end of over, what have you. So they did nothing wrong, they were delighted to get him out, but then, when you've got a minute or two to think about it, you're congratulating each other, the captain should have said, well, hang on, what happened there? I've had an incident like that. You go to the umpire and say, can we take the appeal back, because this just doesn't look right. He wasn't trying to get a run. It's different from man-caddy. When someone like Johnny Bairstow is not trying to take advantage, not trying to sneak a room, he's just going to talk to his mate, he's just been a bit daft, then surely you go, hey, hang on. Now, Chelsea have been the greatest team in England over the last 10 or 15 years. According to their new manager, Mauricio Pochettino, the Blues have won 21 trophies since 2004, including five Premier Leagues and two Champions Leagues, but did sack two managers last season, having spent a squillion quid and finished 12th. Given their take on the subject was former Chelsea defender Scott Minto and current Mona owner Simon Jordan. This is an, an Argentine who's come to England, who's... who's you know, charmed most of the English as well. He did exceptionally well at Spurs. It's not as if he's, he's grown up to be a, yeah. an, a, you know, a, a Spurs legend and a Spurs fan. No, I don't see Harry Kane ever go, playing f- for Chelsea. And yet, actually, Glenn Hoddle, you know, went from, from Spurs uh, to Chelsea, obviously, or, or the other way around, um, playing-wise as well. So, look, it, it can happen. And you have to be professional. It's as simple as that. But, you know, we talked about how he perhaps would have gone back to Spurs. He hasn't. He's at Chelsea now. He's on the charm offensive. You know, technically speaking, he's right in terms of the trophies. Maybe not quite in terms of the, the 15 years, but I think it's, what is it, 18 years or something like that. They didn't bring Pochettino in not to learn the lessons from last season. They didn't bring Pochettino in not to be in contention. The question will abound, and still abounds in my mind, is Pochettino a winner? I don't think he is. I don't think he's a loser. I don't think it's binary. I don't think you're a winner or you're a loser. I don't go down the camp of Rio Ferdinand. Everyone's a loser if they haven't won something in life. I do think ultimately there are different versions of winners. And I think if winning for Chelsea only is winning the Premier League, then he's going to be a loser. If winning for Chelsea is re-establishing themselves amongst the top four teams in the Premier League, then Pochettino will do that job. You're going to see a situation where Chelsea are competitive and they're going to be competitive by challenging the top four. Do I think that they will win the league? No, but I think they're going to surprise a few people. I think they're going to be a damn sight... People say, yeah, it was not much difficult, is it? They're going to be a damn sight better than they were last year. And Pochettino, for me, will get you close. He'll get you to whiff of it. But if you want to whiff of something, that's fine. Go to go to this, you know, the perfume counter at Harrods. If you want to win something, <laughs> there's something different there, isn't there? And I don't think he will. Now to the best bits of the best show on the station. Yeah. My show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time. With me and Ray Parler, we were joined by the legend that is Ray Winston. How about that? The Hollywood hard man 
and big West Ham fan gave his opinion on the future of Hammers boss David Moyes and the Arsenal-bound Declan Rice. Please from Wizzy, actually, you know, because he's had a lot of stick, you know, and I kind of lost a bit of faith in him as well, to be honest with you. But uh, the way the season went in the Premiership, you know, it was it was diabolical, really. You know, we started off poorly and we couldn't kind of get that confidence back. But if you look over the season, we was only getting beat by the odd goal, you know. And I do feel we we brought in too many new players at once instead of just blending them in, you know, bleeding them in the team. But it was fantastic, yeah. Ray, let me ask you, you said there that you, throughout the season, lost a bit of faith with David Moyes. What's your view on him yeah. now? Is he the right man to take West Ham forward? Well, I can't see anyone else doing the job now. Um, not for the moment, anyway. Um, I, I've actually met David and I like him as a man. He's a, he's a good man. I met him years ago when he was at Everton. Um, really, really liked him. And I was so pleased with him when we had a great season. This season, it seemed we didn't have a plan B, you know, and we've got an attacking side. On paper, it looks an attacking team, uh, but we kind of set up to defend. And I think when you're playing a team like Manchester City, especially first game of the season, you, you, if you want to defend against Man City for 90 minutes, you're going to be in trouble because they're going to break you down, you know, at one point. And I think we ended up getting done 4-0. I'm not sure. I can't remember that. But, but for me... If you're going to play Man City, play them like Brentford do or Brighton do, you know. They have a go and they, they get results. Declan Rice surging towards the penalty area. Declan Rice is going to go all alone. Oh, my word! That is a brilliant goal from West Ham's captain! He's up there now um, for a lot of people, Declan Rice, with the likes of Billy Bonds and Bobby Moore, like as a, a proper club yeah. legend. Is that how you see it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, it must be. He's won the European Cup with with the team. And let's don't forget, the kid gives hundred and ten percent every time he plays for West End. You know, so for me, yeah, he's got to be. Yeah. To the transfer insiders now with Adi Oladipo and Rory Jennings. Hi, Chelsea fans. Given the speculation over the last six months, this may not come as a surprise to you, but it doesn't make it any easier to tell you that I've made the decision to leave Chelsea. I mean, it is slightly self-indulgent, isn't it? I mean, also bringing up all of the reasons why he loved Chelsea, the fact that he's been there for so long, the fact that he won all those trophies as a youth, the fact that he had such a good relationship with the fans, the fact that he had uh, so many joyful memories with the managers that he listed. All right, mate, if it means that much, you don't leave. Like, if, if you really care... I don't really, I, I'm not too into your platitudes. I'm not too into the fact that you rather self-indulgently want to film yourself and your new trim telling us how much you care about the club. You've just signed for Manchester United. Like, suck it up and own that. Like, you know, you are now a Manchester United player. So be a Manchester United player. Own that you're a Manchester United player. And be totally frank and say that you don't really care about Chelsea. Now, summing up another action-packed day at Wimbledon, here's Talk Sports' Lisa O'Sullivan. It was the first chance for Wimbledon to pay tribute to Roger Federer following his retirement at the end of last year. It was an extended, grateful and emotional standing ovation from the centre court faithful. There was definitely a tear in the eye of the eight-time champion. He watched defending ladies champion Alina Rabakina come from a set down to beat Shelby Rogers and move into round two. And Federer saw old rival and new BFF Andy Murray win in straight sets against fellow Brit Ryan Penniston. All done before 6pm and a thumbs up for the two-time champion. 
British number one Cam Norrie beat Thomas Mahatch three sets to one. And Dan Evans was elevated to centre court after bad light stopped play on day one. But he couldn't overturn that two-set deficit and was beaten three sets to one by the impeccable serving of Frenchman Quentin Alice. In the women's draw, second seed Arena Sabalenka and Ons Jabeur cruised through, as did the men's top seed Carlos Alcaraz against the 2005 boys champion Jeremy Jardy, who at 36 years old has bowed out of his last Wimbledon. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And don't forget tonight you can hear live commentary of England's under-21s taking on Israel in the European Championship semi-final. A massive semi. Here's what you can look forward to on TalkSport 2 tonight. Can Lee Carsley's men bring it home? Carbiere on a fantastic run, gets the shot away and what a fantastic individual goal. Bye, I'll be confident in the group. I feel like we're in a good position. We're going to really go out there and try and attack. Dwight puts it back. Gordon! Oh, brilliant finish! A lot of the players are, are showing signs of, of, of really hitting that, that top speed. And yeah, they've been very grounded with how they've um, handled all of their you know, success and pats on the back that they've had. And England have done it! They are into the semi-finals of the European Under-21 Championship. I've been very, very impressed. And like we said, on this showing, they've got to be favourites to, to win the whole thing. They've just been tremendous. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these. Andy Austin TalkSport Daily Podcast app. First thing morning, do what you've got to do to get it to then. Thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.